There was one time my auntie bawa from for pergi JB je tau. Like a whole like a whole macam cylinder and like cha 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 cha. Honestly, aku takut meletup. Assalamualaikum and welcome to another episode of Sight Talks. Generally. <laughs> hey. <laughs> We're currently at Lukon Thai also located dekat Food Fair Pasiris Food Fair Fairground is very hip. I remember when it first opened macam crowded sangat because you had you had um macam gourmet burgers but also in the hawker center setting and then you also had um seafood shell out in a hawker center setting as well. But after a while it changed quite a bit lah. But anyways, um, so we're currently eating mukata. I'm pretty sure like if you're from Singapore, you would know what exactly mukata is. But if you're not from Singapore, mukata is basically a a Thai Thai style steamboat. Thai steamboat hot pot. Yeah. Steamboat hot pot. Uh, it's like communal eating like as far as I was just now. So actually, Rana has something to share with us about the A future the, travel plans. Actually, no, no. Before that, um, why is there a dome shape? Oh, right. <laughs> so uh, I've learned that uh, it's dome shape because, and then you see like these ridges. Uh, it's so they're all like the flavor and the juices from the meat flow into your soup, the soup base. So you'll find that at the end of this whole eating experience, your soup is very salty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, but because it's evaporated, ah, the water. Yeah, because it keeps evaporating, right? So you yeah. have to keep topping it up. Yep, yep, yep. Is this your first Mokata experience? This is actually my second. My first was at City Plaza. It was a bit, like, like, like hectic, because. Because um, I don't know ah, dah lama tak makan steamboat. The last time I had steamboat was at uh, So Garden. So I would say this is my second time. Nuru, this my first time for Thai mukata, 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 mukata. Yeah, but I have had steamboats, um, Chinese steamboats as well. Um, the ones that DIY kat rumah. So, but I think. The ingredients and the items are slightly different, right? Yeah. To me lah. Like maybe Bole the la. base itself is different. But you always find tom yum. I feel. Yeah. Tom yum is always like the base. Eh? Yeah. One of the options. I've had a Chinese one. They have like the bird nest. Hmm. Collagen. Mm, collagen, thing. yeah. I've been mm. to a place that's collagen. It's quite nice. It's like very refreshing. Ginseng. So what's our topic? On this episode, what are we talking about? Hold on, it's very hot in my mouth. <laughs> but anyways, today's episode topic is travel hacks. Now, on this episode, we're gonna share with you, Mancham, how to save money when traveling. Mm. How to prepare yourself. So, for, for example, Mancham, how to save yourself or rather, Mancham, refrain from pickpocketing. For example. Uh, actually, I have no no knowledge on that, but <laughs> I'm asking somebody else to say. <laughs> but all of this is inspired by Ra- uh, Rauda's <laughs> trip that's upcoming. I'm very excited for her because by the time you are watching this, she's gonna be in a camper van on four wheels, <laughs> on four wheels. four wheels overlooking like Great Ocean Road. <laughs> yes, yes. Quite excited. How much? Um, before we start off, much with the travel hacks, how 
I, I don't know how to phrase like how long has it come? <laughs> but, uh, how long has the planning? Yes, was the planning? Correct. I was quite not as advanced as my other trips. I think my other trips I prepare like three months just because like I want to book tickets and everything early so that you get it at, at a cheap fare. Yep. But this was, I think with COVID and everything has made me a lot more hesitant to book very early in advance. Mm. Just like fear that things are going to get cancelled. So you book this trip like maybe two months, one and a half months to, yeah, before. So our options are very limited. Um, for me, that the first thing I need to secure was like the camper van, our, our hotels, and all the important stuff uh, like we're going to stay. For that, let's spam all the chicken on top because kesian. Isn't that about pork? Meat, meat, meat. Okay, wait, wait. Let us give me a meatball. There's this meatball here. It's done. Yeah, there is one. Jangan nangis eh. Okay. Lagi, lagi one more, one more, one more. Nobody eats meatball. Okay. Eat again. But at this time, at this point, yeah. What are you most worried for? Um, cause it's our first time driving overseas. Yeah, and it's a big car, right? It's a it's a van, <clears throat> so I'll be worried about the unexpected. But in my research, it's like you rent a camper van, and then you cannot just park anywhere. You have to park in campsites and different kind of campsites, and in campsites are different types of lots. Um, so you have holiday parks, and they're like the fancy camper van sites where you have like a pool for the kids, playground. It's like a a resort lah. And then but they have camper vans, but they're also cabins. So if you don't have a van and you just drive in a normal car, you can uh, stay in a cabin. But if you have a camper van, you can stay in. Uh, you can just book a a site, a powered site or an unpowered site. So an unpowered site means you don't have access to like plug. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some, power supply. Yeah, some vans can go unpowered for many days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes you need to recharge and things lah. So you go for that. And there are also lots with ensuite bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So if your camper van doesn't have a toilet. And you don't want to share a toilet with all the other different campers. You get your own toilet at your own lot, so that's an option. Uh, so it's a whole learning curve. It's very interesting. I feel like also, much um, Australia is. It's just like these places are engineered or like designed to fit camper vans. Or- yeah, because like I think like going on this kind of trips. It's part of their culture. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Green school holidays. Sometimes, yeah. like you know, families go out to the outback or they go on these sort of trips. It's very common, nah. Yeah. So that's why these places are very equipped for um, and like there is this website I found that is like Airbnb for camper vans. Oh, oh. Or like Airbnb for campsites. It's very cool. So like how you know you know you wanna book an apartment on Airbnb got reviews and things but they're also for campsites so campsites they are like the holiday park kinds and they're also privately owned so for example you have like a big plot of land that you maintain really well and then you open it up for caravans to just park there you know you can also charge them and that sort of sites are, are listed uh. so yeah it's very cool interesting quite excited I just wanna wanna break from city <laughs> <laughs> Which is very unlike me, but I don't know. I just wanna. I rest think my at eyes. some point you want that kind of travel also, lah. Can. 
But then I'm I'm curious why do you choose Australia? Because like I'm pretty sure you're very much like a like a Japan kind of person. Like Japan is your hometown Whoa. kind of thing. <laughs> and Japan's not open. Oh that's true, that's true, that's true. I mean it's open for group travel, right? But Yeah. Japan's not uh, open yet. I, honestly, if Japan was open, I think that would have been where we would have gone. But things happen for a reason, lah, kan? <laughs> so if you go to Japan, you can't do it. You can Yeah, maybe it's a city sort of thing again. Yeah. So I think we were thinking about like um, Korea, but it's also I don't do a lot of walking. I know Korea has a lot of walking, and I think the. Um, Procedures to enter Korea is still quite. Like, you still have to take some. It's not as many as before, but we still need to take some PCR tests and sort of stuff. Uh, so we wanted to do like a nature kind of thing. So we were torn between uh, New Zealand or Australia. New Zealand is an additional three hours on the plane, so uh, we just do Australia. Okay, now our travel hacks. Travel hacks. Some. Where you start? Okay, I will start first. These are the things that I... Okay, as a student, I rasa much like everybody needs to know this because it's so useful. Okay. First of all, is that... I don't know about you, but I know some people who don't like layovers. They, they like to just jump from your... Direct flight. Direct flight. And then you chop, chop, curry pop, let's go, you know. Give me more meats, please. But I always see the beauty in layovers because... For long city layovers, some airports, they provide free city tours. So for example, do you know that in Singapore, kalau you lay over in Singapore for a, a certain number of period, you get a free, t- a free city tour on the Singapore city bus. And that thing is not cheap ah. Singapore is not cheap when it comes to like tourist attractions. I think like the duck tour itself is around $40, $50. So... Uh, yeah. uh, and then one of the things that I really enjoy also before is like when we did a Istanbul layover for about I think around 10 hours but we arrived in the morning and then at night is our flight we got a very good tour of the main places which is like Hagia Sophia we had um, we, go, we went to the Blue Mosque etc and like everything covered within that just the, those 10 hours but it's like amazing race ah. Uh-uh, memang. But it's so cute Sebab everybody is given like a It's like a legit city tour Macam Everybody is given like a earpiece And then they put on And then you have like bandanas Bandanas? Yeah, very cute, very cute I would show you guys a picture but um, Siapa masuk? It would require me to search for it So no <laughs> So let me just state what are the airports that serve that Okay So Seoul do that Tokyo, Taipei, Abu Dhabi, Doha, Istanbul, and Salt Lake City. So if you're traveling to those destinations, make sure, don't be afraid of layovers because they might actually score you some very good deals. Okay, and then secondly is that I did like very minor research on this, but I'm pretty sure many people have said about free admissions into museums on certain periods. Is that right? I don't know. Macam, oh, I feel like in Europe, macam, let's say if it's winter, the museums are open for free admissions. Okay, I'm probably going to do some more. If you're a student, you get a lot of like yeah. incentives when you travel. Uh. 
sometimes like museums are free yeah. so that's good I remember uh, when I was uh, when we were in the Melbourne Zoo you just need to show your student pass and we didn't even prepare our student pass <laughs> and then we got free entry uh, into the zoo which is really good because like at the end of the day it's like one thing um, you get to save on as a student <laughs> okay and then this is something that I baru jumpa and I feel like everybody needs to know especially if you're a student students fly 10% off on most major airlines so like Singapore Emirates Qatar or whatever you will find that students fly 10% off and on top of that you get extra 10kg of baggage and on some other airlines also you can have the flexibility of changing your flight flight timings which is a big cost if you are travelling much as a normal passenger. So those are my three top macam travel hacks that yeah, yeah, you should know. Yeah. Itulah research I tadi pagi. That's good to know. On like the entrance tickets part, right? I think it's always important to do your research. Because I remember when I was like in when I was a student and travelling in Italy, you know the Colosseum mm-hmm. in Rome? Um entrance to the Colosseum is always very long. So during my research, I found that normally there are a few like heritage sites around. You get a ticket and you go, go to a few places. I found that if you buy a ticket at a nearby place which has no queue, it can get you to bypass entrance at the like Colosseum. Mm. Things like that is like, they feel a lot of time. So much I'm like, all in one. Uh. Yeah, and like you don't have to queue at the long queue at Colosseum. And like some places, I found the hard way, like Vatican City, if you want to enter, you need to buy a ticket beforehand. Uh, otherwise, you have to go to a long queue and sometimes there are no slots available. And the Istanbul City tour that I was talking about, I remember that it was a, a really long queue to get inside the Hagia Sophia. But because you are under city tour, we got to... We got a uh, fast pass right in the front of the... you have a plane to catch. No lah. Is it? Because maybe, maybe there's a logic. But then like, all I'm saying is that city tours, maybe like, they have more priority code than like, normal travellers. Maybe it's your, because you're in a tour group. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like this episode, I'm just cooking. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are your travel hacks? I don't have any travel hacks actually. Okay, but then like, don't you feel like, much like packing ke? I feel uh, like, just like thinking. so good at packing. No, I'm not actually. Really? What makes you think so? Macam, every time I see her things, like, it's all so neat. Don't you think so? She's got her, a bag for her bag. For yeah, her bag I mean, for I have bag. multiple pouches for multiple things. So when I do pack for travel, I have it in sections lah. So sometimes it's more of like, um, if I'm going out, then all my going out clothes is in one packing cube. And then if it's all for like exercise or fitness, then I'll be another packing cube. And then my pyjamas is in another packing cube. So sometimes it depends on the situation. If it's going to be a long haul uh, holiday, much like 10 days, couple, then it can be like the first two days will be one packing cube, three, four Love is another it. packing cube. So tak payah fikir so much. So yeah. before you travel, you actually should prepare Already your outfits and everything and then you just go don't have to think so much so you can experience being at the destination instead of having to worry so much of like yeah stuff are like you that. an outfit repeater or are you a one day one outfit uh, one day one outfit kind of person wow I mean it's a holiday 
true. You need pictures, right? Yes, it's all for the gram. Padahal I don't have Instagram. <laughs> for your photo album? Yes, for my photo album. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I don't really have that much, I would say. Most of the time, uh, one thing that I do realize that if I do want to travel somewhere, I will always have like someone in mind over there. So I would rather have them bring me around because then you'll be able to experience the locals' way of living, right? Versus like you going to like touristy ex- attractions. That's my tip lah. I mean, if you don't have any friends or family members living overseas, then perhaps you could just like randomly DM people and see who lands. I don't know whether you two would do it. A good way to do it is like, there are a lot of like walking tours, like free yeah. walking tours in yeah. Europe. Like when I was doing those you meet a lot of people new people especially when you travel alone there are a lot of people who are also travelling alone um, that's a good way to connect with people who and sometimes there was one time like, I was going to this walking tour in this city and I went to this city and she was also in the same walking tour so like you just connect uh. and sometimes when you stay at the hostels also um, that helps another hack I read is that if you are staying in hostels or actually honestly if you're traveling anywhere with a family or a group of people or you're gonna be with a group of people is that always bring a power socket eh, sorry a power socket travel eh? adapter not a travel adapter that one is the macam tukar the plug plug kan but this one is a uh, like a plug extension oh I have never brought that in my life why it's so much space so why do that I remember bringing it before and it's so useful, guys. Yes. Especially when you have so many devices to charge, and at the same time, everybody is like fighting over that one socket. Interesting. Yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah. There was one time my auntie bawa from for pergi JB je tau. Like a whole, like a whole much a cylinder, and like charge, 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 charge. Honestly, I takut meletup je lah. I think I'm quite a good packer when I travel. <laughs> Something that I have done recently <laughs> is that you know when you go for like um, longer trips, yep. like maybe somewhere further, then you bring like a big check-in luggage, right? Yep. I put my carry-on luggage inside my check-in baggage. So that by the end of the trip, I have two. Because we're gonna I think it's best what strategic, ah. I refuse to buy a bit, um, like a luggage when I'm there. You have bought a luggage overseas before? No, because I've always done this hack. <laughs> Ever since. But I have a lot of like, when I travel, I have a lot of like foldable bags um, that expand by the end of the trip. Yes, yes, yes. That's useful. Uh, so like a lot of, I bring a lot of those. So I may be going in with like two bags, but I come back with like five. <laughs> That's a lot Amazing, of bags. Right? <laughs> No, but how do you do that? I mean, like, aren't you allowed only like one luggage and one carry-on? On the plane, ah, but you can check in as, as many. So on the on the plane, my luggage and my bag is big. Ah. Yeah. I mean, like, they don't really check you so much when you're on like an international flight, I think. When you're on a budget airlines, then they're a bit more strict. Are you two the type who will stick to your plan when you travel overseas? Like, you have your set itinerary. And would you stick to it? I have a story. Not a story, but an experience. Macam, okay, like before this, 
plan macam A to Z and then if I don't get something I'll be really disappointed you know which it's not a very good thing and after that uh, we went to Melbourne macam okay let's just do nothing ah. we spent like freaking 10 days 10 days with like a very basic itinerary okay first day go grocery the next day do whatever we want at the end of the day it didn't feel fulfilling how come? because uh, it felt like we didn't see the whole of Melbourne like we were so focused on just like exo- we were so focused on just um, relaxing and like, experiencing local lifestyle but there were so many other things that we could have seen as the tourists so yeah it's a very difficult balance for me uh, but at the same time I also feel like school events or like school um, trips really make me like group travel <laughs> because like I know people like some people don't like group travel because you have to wait for other people right but then I feel like everything is catered for everything is planned out for you and most of the time you pay one amount and you get everything and then you won't get lost but I guess I understand that it's like all part of the of the journey and adventure so I guess it's a mix much like in future in the future I would do like one day plan and then the other day relax one day plan the other day relax so then I mean, I've been um, overseas and then um, we went to this one, what, wakeboarding, is it? Surfing or dekat Bali, right? And then we made friends with like a couple. And then it's a pity that we had something on. If not, we would have definitely gone along with them to wherever. Because I think that's like fun because you get to do something with strangers and then, you know, in the future, like what you said, some parts should probably be plan and the other ones just free and easy let the life let the day unfold before your eyes I feel like um, going on um, all these tours is so much better in some ways because like when you visit a place you know the history of it you know like why this that why this why that why this why that because like, if you don't have that tour guide to guide you you basically just go there to see and sometimes like, you don't fully immerse yourself in what's happening mm. right oh but you know okay funny thing is that I would actually research on the history of a particular building or attraction right and then I go there and I'm like, whoa. So I'm actually imagining the history. So I don't really need a tour guide per se. The thing that I don't read. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but now there are like those like, audio guide tours that you can do. Self-guided mm-hmm. tours. Those are really good, I think. But not all places have. Not all places. So normally like it's in, let's uh, say, like, go museum or you go to a, a designated place. I think those are good. Yeah. Because sometimes like when you go on a tour, you get very like, I get very like, um, restless. I say like, I want to go and do my own thing. PJT ah. PJT. Macam budak kecil. But yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I try not to have proper, proper itineraries also. Yeah. Because like, I just make sure like okay in this place I'm going there are like maybe three places that I really definitely want to check out maybe to makan or like I don't know a shop or something then like the rest can just be you will see where the day brings us I guess 
One of the things that I've also read on is that macam your credit cards and your debit cards are also one of the biggest key to gain you to give you a lot of benefits. Macam sometimes if you are a member of a certain card, you get 50% off something or like you get 20% off your accommodation. So that's why it's like very important to see what card you are <laughs> applying to. As I get older, I try to stick to a macam stick to an airline or stick to a also oh, you're a loyal customer lah. I loyal. try to do that to get macam the best of the benefits. But at the same time it's so difficult ah because like sometimes the prices are higher on this airline. Why do you try to do that? Because of your benefits ah. Like you can get something like some percentage of accommodation at this other place. Because you're always with the airline? Because you are a member of the airline and then. Mm, yeah. And then like your miles. But I understand because of macam for now I don't have credit card to macam choose which miles I want. To actually I don't know what I'm talking about. Macam Okay let's say Macam Emirates has miles right So if I keep buying From Emirates Then obviously My miles from Emirates Will keep increasing And I can Redeem it off But uh, I think the only Other way for me To gain miles Is like Credit cards But I cannot do that <laughs> At the moment You have what? No but Supplementary card doesn't You're helping your brother Get miles Not What I should be doing <laughs> Like right now You have credit cards That Macam is more Towards miles right Yep But guess it depends On your lifestyle If you You don't really travel So much Then you can always Use the points For something else Like groceries But <clears throat> But to be honest To get To the number of Points you need For miles It's takes a while it's not like you spend a few months and you'll get it unless you spend unless you spend a lot ah. yeah for a moment you wanted to redeem your miles can <laughs> to Japan I did you did yeah pre-pandemic I was I was in 2019 I was supposed to go to Japan in November mm, but did you go? no the pandemic happened 2020 but was it postponed? No, so they, they, I think because of the pandemic, they don't know when reporters will reopen. Yeah. So, so they, they just, just cancelled and they just refunded the, the points to me. Yeah. We were supposed to see each other in Japan, isn't it? Do you remember? Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that. Why? Yeah. Are you going? Are you going? Yeah, yeah. We, we, I was supposed to go and then we found out that it was supposed to the same time, the same time frame. Huh? And then you were like, no! Hey, you go for holiday also. Yeah, I was supposed oh. to. Oh no, I remember. Oh, look what. Yeah, we're making. We're having a big fuss. Said no, I took it first. I know because we were going to be on leave at the same time. Yeah. It's a long leave. And the thing is, right? I asked for permission first, and then she said no. I book. I booked the flight already or something like that. I'm like, wow. Because she controls it. it. Because I apply already. Anyway, I didn't say no lah. Please. That was the past. This is the present. Well, nobody could go so. <laughs> I can't remember whether we briefly mentioned as well or discussed uh, whether or not you post your social media updates during the trip itself or after. I feel like that was for a report. No, I think we, we discussed this in a previous episode actually, but briefly quote. Maybe. Uh. It's a vaguely familiar. 
if I'm if I'm Rajin, I will do it on the trip. Because if I come back, I will never do it. I'll just forget where I am. Honestly, if you see my Instagram, macam you tak nampak langsung any travel photo <laughs> because I've always forgotten about it. And I feel like if I were to post it, at first there was once when I went to Hong Kong, I posted every single day, though. But it only lasted for for two days. I had three more days and I couldn't be bothered. Tiring. It's tiring. And one thing I find out or like one thing that I see myself doing is that I wouldn't post on Instagram because um, my feed matters. But I would edit it all and then just post it in bulk on Facebook. Just so that I can hold some memory of it. And recently I just rediscovered my WordPress uh, on my trip to Mecca with my grandparents and I was like oh my god thank god I had this photo so like thank god I had some memory of it it was it was nice I will show you the photos the one easy to find huh? easy to find uh, not easy to find I don't, even, I don't even remember what was my WordPress name I would do scrapbooking you would do scrapbooking so when I travel to the attraction sometimes they have like postcards right a free funny looking thing I would actually collect all of them maps also I'll collect and then tickets I'll collect receipts I'll collect and then when I come back I'll do a scrapbooking of my experience there so to me like it's more tangible in a way hmm. you, you do for me I have all my stuffs, but <laughs> it's all in one box but you print out the pictures ah. mm-hmm. I will like edit and then um, select certain few places and then it also helps me to revisit like the history and what I have learned um, when I'm traveling somewhere else lah. Yeah. It's therapeutic for me in a way. I don't realize it's important to document. Because now if I'm going back, like I'm heading back to Australia, right? I went to Sydney. And I've been to Sydney once many years ago. Then I want I thought about like okay, I ate here with my friend before, like I wanna eat there again. So I'm like looking back at my Instagram to see where I geotag the location. I feel like it's very tiring to look to search back old. I'm saying this in a positive way. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that old me updated my Instagram. I updated, but like, it's so far back, you know. Fun what? To see all, like where you went, oh I went here, oh yeah I went here. I forgot sometimes. Mine is just very deep under. So many layers. Alright guys, so we're gonna finish everything here. Uh, off camera but we hope that you like this episode and you learn a bit of a little travel hacks some travel hacks lah uh, from us we would love to hear your travel hacks if you have any but in the meantime thank you for watching this episode go ahead and watch our previous episodes if you haven't go ahead and visit Lukontai here at Temp at Temp Pasiris Food Fair Fairground um but yeah, thank you for watching this episode. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. So, we'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to give us a shout-out on anchor.fm slash the Halal Travel Podcast. Your voice message could be featured in our next episode. Yep. And if you have any advertising and collaboration opportunities, contact us at info at halaltrip.com. That's I-N-F-O at H-A-L-A-L-T-R-I-P dot com. Also, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Halal Trip. We're also now on Telegram and TikTok. Until next time, get inspired, go and inspire others. Mm-hmm.